Welcome to another NRL.com preview podcast. The Newcastle Knights are the team in focus today. Chris Kennedy in the chair with Jamie Soward, also in the studio. Sowie, Knights, they're, um, they're a tough team to work out at this point. Yeah, they are. And, uh, yeah, we were just uh, chatting about do they know what their best 17 is? Probably not. Adam O'Brien's got a chance to look at a lot of young guys through the preseason and the nines. And I think... Yeah, you know, he'd have a rough idea, but there's still a lot of question marks in and around who's going to play six. Mm. Uh, their centres, you know, the, the only real certainties are Carlin Ponger and Mitchell Pearce. Every, everything else around that in the back line is has question marks, uh, considering that Brabham Best was injured in the preseason. So, be interesting to see what uh, what they come up with. But it's a huge season for the Knights. I mean, not only are you talking about on field, but yeah, Carlin Ponga has a decision to make whether he's going to extend, and the worst case for them is if they'd struggle and he's, you know, getting off his huge money to go to a successful club or mm. or another code and be successful, uh, off the basis that you know they may not just have the roster, they just don't have the cattle at the moment. I don't think to be able to compete with the big dogs each week. They've got a couple of superstars, and then around that, just a, a lot of question marks. Um, I mean, look at their game, or their, their season last year, and they were terrible for six or eight weeks, and all of a sudden they were unbeatable for a patch in the middle, and then they just completely fell off a cliff and finished up 11th after looking like a, a top-four club during the middle of the season, and that consistency or, or lack thereof is just not going to help. Um, no, no, it's not. And I think we probably overestimated, I know I did last year, some of those guys maybe taking the next leap. Um, yeah, they had some talent there and you thought, well, with Ponga, you know, shredding the teams like he did. And that's this is what you do in the NRL. You go away in the off-season and if you've struggled in areas as a team, you work on those to get better. But every other team is working just as hard to be mm. able to work you out. So, you know, Ponga's last year, he got injured. They had that run you talked about and they looked unbeatable. But when you're a young side, you're inconsistent in areas and, you know, that start to the season was always going to come back to bite them because if you have to start doing maths halfway through the year, you're mm. going to struggle. Um, some huge question marks in the back line. You know, Tao Tao Moga, Edric Lee, uh, Heimel Hunt, all these guys have been moved on from other clubs for certain mm. reasons and they just haven't cracked into that team. Uh, are they going to be consistent enough to be uh, in the first grade team week to week? But the big one is Mason Lenoff, Phoenix Crossland and Kurt Mann. Who plays six outside Mitchell Pearce? It's sort of, I mean, we've spoken previously in the preseason that Phoenix Crossland is probably the future there, but he's barely had a preseason. He's been injured. He's he's not trialling at the moment. And then, you know, it then comes down to how soon do you rush him in or do you just set your stall out on having, you know, Lenor or, or Kurt Mann in there until Crossland's had more time to get ready? And that's why I thought the Connor Watson buy was an interesting one. Obviously, the money was too good to refuse in terms of what he was doing at the Roosters. But, you know... If you're going to bring him in, if you're going to play Connor Watson off the bench, you sort of have to play either Leno or Kurt Mann and leave the other one out. Uh, mm. Mason Leno, fantastic goal kicker, uh, but also has been around for a while in systems. Kurt Mann's never fully worked out what position he's best at. He's a Tyrone Peachy mould. He can play wing, centre, fullback, 5'8", lock, you know, hooker, but just hasn't excelled in any mm. one of those positions enough to be able to hold a spot down. So, um, look, Connor Watson, has he had enough chances at 5'8 to be able to develop that? Probably not. 
I'd like to see him you know, be patient and give him some time. But uh, he's also shown that he can be one of the best utilities in the game. He's tough. He's fast. He can be a threat out of dummy half. So if you're going to bring him off the bench, you're going to have to make a decision between Ma- uh, Mann and Lenor. Mm. And you look at the, the back five behind them. Obviously, Pong is the one. They've had guys like Sean Kenny Dale and Jesse Ramian go out of the squad. They've brought in guys like um, Inari Tuala and Gihamat Shibasaki from the Broncos. You know, Bradman Best has come through into the, the first grade system. You know, Heimel Hunt. Edric Lee, you, you touched on. Tao Tao Mong has been around a long time now, had a lot of injuries, never really staked a, a first-grade spot. There's just so much uncertainty there, and there's no real, you know, Latrell Mitchell-level strike weapon either. No, and that was the disappointing thing with Ramey, and I thought we, you know, when we did the previews last year, I remember our conversation saying, right, well, they've got Ramey and Ponga, mm-hmm. Pierce, they've got a strike centre who they can go to. That didn't pan out. They've had, they had to let Ramey and go, but... Uh, so many question marks. You just you, you need one of those guys uh, in your team that you can just throw the ball to when things aren't working, and he comes up with something. Uh, fortunately, they don't have that at the moment. They never settled on a six last year. It looks like they're still away from settling on one. They have settled on a nine though. Jaden Braley comes in. He replaces Danny Levi. He's going to be very steady. Uh, is he the right sort of foil for your Pierces and Pongers? I think he will be. I think he'll uh, he'll dish off the ground early and get through his work. And then after 25, 30 minutes, you can bring Connor Watson on. That's the utility value that Connor Watson brings with his speed and acceleration at dummy half. Braley could be his real settling influence. I know we talked about the six a lot, but last year... They didn't settle on a nine either. Mm. They had Levi, they had Watson. They weren't really sure. Man played a little bit. So hopefully with that stability around Jaden Braley, they can build around him. He knows how to get the ball. He's played with experience, premiership-winning halves in Chad Townsend. Um, so I think that that will be a real steadying influence for this forward pack as well because uh, when you look at the forward pack depth, it's a lot of young guys who are still learning their, their craft in the NRL. They've had some good seasons, but last year started a little bit slow. And I speak of Barnett, Fitzgibbon, Josh King, you know, Saifidi, all these guys. Herman SESA, you know, he had a down year last year. Was talks that he was going to leave the club. So uh, when you consider what he did at Brisbane, not to be able to bring that form to Newcastle was a little bit disappointing. But uh, I think Braley's going to be an important piece for them. At least in the forward pack, you got a bit more consistency. You build it around Clemmer, and a lot of those those guys like Fitzgibbon and Barnett have been there a while now. So there's, you know, the, the forwards at least kind of know how each other works. Yeah, you do. I mean, you've got an ageing Aiden Guerra as well. So mm. he was injured last year. I think he may force his way into the 17 at some stage and bring some experience. It's still a very, very young side. Uh, Sione Mataudia, he's moved to lock. It's who they pair with Clemmer, uh, whether it be, well, it'll be probably one of the Saifidis. Uh, and then you've got Fitzgibbon Barnett. So it's not a bad-looking pack. Mm. Uh, but after that, you know, if you pick up an injury there, which they did last year, uh, they really struggled. It seemed one of their big problems last year was just the number of roster changes that they had trying to bed them down. That, that cost them consistency. And whatever 17 they go with, they're going to have a lot of changes again. So how much does that force them into a bit of a rebuild and a slow start again? Yeah, I think that... Adam O'Brien's gone up there. It's not a one-year fix. He's up there for the long haul, and he understands that coming from Melbourne Storm and also the Sydney Roosters, who have been successful. So he's been a part of the big stage a lot uh, through his coaching career. He goes up there now. He knows he's got one of the best fullbacks in the game. He knows he's got an experienced halfback. Sometimes that can be half the battle. It's just getting the guys in and around them to match that level not week after week, but training session after training session, diet. You know, they remember the th- last year they had a lot of off-field stuff mm. go on early, then the unrest early, not performing up to. So they had 
not excuses, but they had things going on in their background that were always playing on those young kids' minds. So uh, if they can get Ponga and Pierce in position enough, you'd like to think that they come up with the points. But um, last year they finished 11th, CK. Uh, this year I'm not sure that they have the, an, enough depth. Uh, love the coach, love Ponga, love Pierce, but I think it's going to be another tough year. This year they finish 11th. Prediction, 11th for the Newcastle Knights. You heard it here first. That is the Newcastle Knights NRL.com season preview. We'll see you next time.